Hello, Zingap Land. My name is Michael Gralia. Today is Friday, December 31st, 2021, and this is episode 41 of Zingap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything you need to know about Zingap 1. It was exactly three years ago today, it was exactly three years ago today that the first check SRF ever wrote cleared the bank. It was to Baylor College of Medicine to do some work on the cell line, and that was three years ago. What have we done in the past three years? Where is SRF today at the end of 2021? We have to take stock of where we are today before we look forward to 2022. Let me read you some numbers. There's a link in the show notes about this spreadsheet that I'm reading from right now. If you guys want to check these numbers, go for it. We have committed $1.8 million via 13 different grants to 10 different institutions. This doesn't even include another grant that's moving through the process right now, but $1.8 million committed to date. That's $600,000 a year. Pretty good. We have over 75,000 followers on six different social media channels, mainly on Instagram. But if you add them all up, over 75,000 followers on six different social media channels at CureSyngap1. If you're on social media, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, whatever, at CureSyngap1, make sure you're following us, make sure you're part of the conversation. With the census that we're also announcing today, we have identified 985, that's the new number, 985 patients in 58 countries. That's up 102 from a quarter ago. That's up 102 from a quarter ago. I told you we'd be at 1,000 by this time, a couple years ago. I missed it by 15. But hey, this pandemic, whatever. 985, pretty amazing, we counted them. We have 154 US patients enrolled in Citizen. I'm not even counting the Aussies, the Canadians, the Brits, the other countries. Just in the US, we have 154 patients enrolled in Citizen. That is a huge accomplishment, and I cannot thank those families enough for taking part in the largest study of Syngapians on the planet. Everyone should sign up for that. You know where to go, citizen.com slash Syngap1. We have 143 Wednesday Warriors profiled on our website. We've written 95 blog posts to update families. It's pretty amazing. There are 52 webinars in three different languages, English, Spanish, and we have this one in Italian, um, on our website. 52 webinars. There are 41 episodes of this podcast, including this one. We have 17 families who are either on our board right now or have previously served on our board. That's 17 families who made decisions, voted on grants, and understand how this organization works and continue to support us. We are working hard to earn every family's trust because we're all in this together. We belong to 12 US or UK umbrella organizations. And when I saw that number, I was like, really, 12? Is that why I'm always in so many meetings? And I just wanna read them to you because they're pretty cool. The American Brain Coalition, the Personalized Medicine Coalition, Global Genes, the Every Life Foundation, Combined Brain, Genetic Alliance UK, Rare Disease UK, Cambridge Rare Disease U Network, UK Rare Epilepsies Together, Breaking Down Barriers UK, the UK, they have a lot of umbrella groups. Rare Epilepsy Network, that's here in the US, the Epilepsy Leadership Council, all of these are listed on our website, syngap.fund slash partners. But that's 12 organizations we belong to to make sure that Syngapians don't miss any opportunities as, as the field of studying and curing rare epilepsies continues to accelerate. We have 10 scientists and clinicians on our scientific advisory board, and they're all exceptional. We have funded 10 IPSC lines in two different biobanks. That means that there's 10 cell lines out there, and some people have fundraised for these, and I appreciate that, but through SRF, 10 IPSC lines have been created. These stand ready to be used for testing small molecules or other therapies. In addition to that, we funded one at Baylor some time ago. 
There are three others at Simon's. There's Professor Koba has like eight. There's a couple at Penn. There's one at Cornell. There's a lot of cell lines out there. And, and frankly, you cannot have too many of these things because uh, as, as we continue to learn about Syngap, we're going to learn more and more about different mutations and, and, and the rarer mutations. Having a cell line is the fastest way to make sure we understand if the therapy is being developed for a few. People have, you guys have heard me say this before. Let me stay with the numbers. Five patient movies on our website. We've recruited for at least five studies. Citizen, the one for Dr. Hicks, Duke, Andrade, Frazier. Awesome work. It's awesome work. We've completed four roundtables. We've had the, the three at AAS and then the one in Spanish. We have formed three discrete organizations, right? So we have SRFUS, we have SRFUK, we have Fondo Syngap, which is SRF in Latin America, and we're currently working on a couple of others, but there's three distinct branches of SRF that we're working on right now as we speak. We have created one ICD-10 code, F78.A1, F78.A1. When you go to your appointments, make sure they put that in the claim. Can be a secondary code if they can't bill against F. Don't worry about it. Just make sure F78.A1 is in the record because that will help us my, identify this data in healthcare records later and understand the health economics. I'll spare you the speech. We're also working on an ICD-11 code, which will be worldwide. So I don't know if they call this one or two, but whatever, you get the point. Do you know how many donor dollars we've spent on overhead, on accounting, on lawyers, on people's time? Zero. That's the number I'm proudest of. Every dollar that a family has given to SRF has been used to fund science. That's pretty exceptional. But the real question is not what we've done in three years. The real question is, are we building an organization that will support this ever-growing and expanding community? And how much closer have we brought Syngap to clinical trials and life-changing therapies? That's harder to answer than all the numbers I just listed for you. But I'm 110% sure that if everything we have done hadn't happened, we wouldn't be as close as we are. The, this community and the tireless work of everyone on the board and all the volunteers and the members of the leadership team together has brought this community and our children closer to life-changing therapies. I wanna give you a couple examples of that because that's a big claim, it's a big claim. It's been three years. It's been three years. You know how many more years we got? A lot a lot. But we should be proud of what we've done in three years, and we should be excited to keep going and build this community together because we are getting closer. I promised you some examples. Let me tell you some stories. I got a phone call the other, the other week. Um, so we, in partnership with Citizen, if you remember, Citizen was bought by Invitae, right? Citizen is how we do our natural history study. Invitae is a large genetics company. When people sign up to get their genetic testing, sometimes they give permission to Invitae or Ambry or GeneDx or whomever to contact them for studies. So we had this very good working relationship with Citizen, I mean with Invitae, same thing now. And Invitae said, hey, we have a list of patients who are not in your study who have given us permission to contact them in the case of studies. The Citizen Natural History Study is a study. We'd like to, we're gonna contact them, we're gonna call them, we have this IRB approved script, and we're gonna say, hey, there's a study going on, you should participate. We said, great, how many patients do you have who have said they're willing to be contacted that, that we don't have already in Citizen in the US? And they were like, oh, it's about 40. 40 patients, what? Wonderful news, throw it in the census. But let's call them, go ahead. And you know what one of these families said when they got this call? So the person from Invitae, halo, there's a study, it's called Citizen, you should sign up, blah, 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 advanced science. And this family's like, wait, wait, why are you calling me? Well, you have, you have Syngap-1. Wait, I, I don't know, I have, what do you mean you don't know I have Syngap-1? We sent your neurologist the results 
in June. This conversation happened in December. In June, or before, I can't remember exactly, their neurologist was notified that this child had Syngap 1. Battle stations. We call them VJ. It's called the neurologist. We tell the talk to the family. We're talking to the family. Goes to the neurologist. The neurologist is like, oh, they never sent the results. It's the lamest answer ever. You either got the results and lost them, or you didn't get the results and you never thought to call in Vitae after six months. I don't have time to tell you how I feel about this neurologist right now. Point is, that's one more family who now knows they have Syngap 1 and they wouldn't have known if Vitae hadn't called them. And Vitae wouldn't have called them if we didn't have the largest, strongest study in Citizen on the planet. So that's one more family we've connected with, we've talked to, we're working with them, we're helping them. We're helping make sure that their kid has the best possible care today and making sure that that family who did sign up for Citizen, by the way, is going to be a part of everything that comes. Wonderful news. Wonderful news. Tell you another thing we did today. I don't have time for any more stories. I have one more quick story. We had a, a, the leadership team and the board had a call today with Amber Freed, who's the head of SLC6A1. She was giving us a briefing on um, phenylbutyrate, aka Ritvicti. Talked about this a little bit before, but we are, we are, Thinking harder and harder in 2022 about small molecules, right? So there's there's, a, there's three things SRF does to make sure that our kids get treated as fast as possible. One, fix the enabling environment, right? And, and clinical endpoints, biomarkers, whatever it takes, we got to make sure that anyone who does a clinical trial can go as fast as possible. Two, make sure that genetic therapies are being explored. So the, so this is the work where, you know, the, the epigenetics work with Heller, the ASOs with Huguenier, all this stuff, make sure that we are pushing for genetic therapies that will go to the root of the problem and help our kids. Three, minimize their suffering in the meantime. Our kids are suffering and so are our families. So how are we gonna make sure that we have left no stone unturned? That's rare base, that's the small molecules. But when certain small molecules like uh, phenylbutyrate look really promising and, and the work of SLC6A1 and STXBP1 tell us that, hey, this is something you should look at, we're gonna start looking at it. And that was, that was a meeting that, that we happened today in an effort to lay the groundwork for really jumping on it next year. So yeah, we've done some great things in the past three years. I'm really proud of the team. I'm really proud of the work. And what I'm really excited about is what we're gonna do in the next year. So happy new year. I look forward to working with you all in the next 12 months and the next decades, frankly, to improve and care for the community of Singapians these magical people who were born into our families, who we love very much. And we need to do everything we can to minimize their suffering and stop their lives being interrupted by seizures and behaviors and the things that tax us all. So God bless, happy new year, well done, and keep going. I'll see you next year.